1: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. A minute earlier uh, for Laura Rutledge, I just want to tell you that Laura Rutledge, more than anybody else who has covered uh, college football over the years, even when Jalen Hurts was having his struggles at Alabama and lost his job to Tua Tagliarvova, <laughs> I can't do it's that. Close enough. So I can't. Do I, I've awesome. I can't I'll I have never
0: Ange I do not I used to phonetically spell it yeah. and I stumbled over it four different times in an update, but I do know it off the top of my head. So Tega, I just don't put Tega
1: it. Show to a tonga violoa. Tonga. Anyway, she knew even that she was telling us that when the Eagles drafted her, we put her out and we said, uh, Jalen Hurts, you've covered it for a long time to all his uh, travails in college football and all. Is he going to be any good in the NFL? And she said, you got no idea. He's going to be very good. Yeah. And she explained why, and she knew his temperament. She knew his package of talent. She knew everything that was involved in it, and she saw it from a mile away. Now, what I enjoy is by play. All right, Jonesy? Yeah. So she works with Dan Orlowski Yeah. of ESPN. Yes, she does. Dan Orlovsky fashions himself. As an extremely expert guy yeah. at quarterback. He is really he was very wrong. Good. He, was wrong he was wrong about that. Yeah, he was. Chris Sims was wrong. Very there was wrong. only one that was right. The preeminent authority on Jalen Hurts. Rhea, please, tell me more about Laura Rutledge.
0: Laura hosts NFL Live Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dan Orlovsky, Marcus Spears, Mina Kimes, and Ryan Clark. She'll be in Atlanta this weekend covering the SEC championship for the SEC network pregame beginning 1 p.m and postgame
1: Laura Rutledge we are in awe of you here in Philadelphia
0: <laughs> you guys are hilarious <laughs> uh, listen so I really I'm not I really try not to gloat you know there, there's the whole thing about hey when you're right you know say nothing <laughs> when you're wrong say nothing the whole I think I said the phrase wrong but whatever it is so I'm really trying not to do this but I will say as someone who, Uh, has known Jalen Hurts for all these years and sort of watched him navigate all these situations where everybody doubted him. I am merely just happy for him that he's having the success that he's having. And let me also say this, guys. This has turned me into an Eagles fan. Like, I am a full-on... Eagles fan, and I, th- I realized this the other day. I was watching the Packers game, and you know, I try to be this unbiased NFL person, and, and I'm like, you know, okay, I, I need to not root for anybody and all that. I realize I'm over there cheering and and groaning. <laughs> no matter what the Eagles are doing. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm an Eagles fan. So uh, I think that partially has to do with you guys, too. So thank you for making me into an Eagles fan. I appreciate well, that.
1: You have not let us wrong about this young man, Laura. And I just, <laughs> uh, if you could, I want to try to learn a little more about how we evolved. When you first started covering him at Alabama, what was he like? Do you remember his early days?
0: Yeah, of course. It, it, he really hasn't changed. I mean, honestly, the the player and the man that you see now, he – he was always very mature. He was always a little bit demure. Uh, one of the things that we joked about even his freshman year, because, you know, remember, he did remarkable things his freshman year. He was in big-time games, and national championship game, and uh, really had run the football in for a touchdown. We thought they had won the game against Clemson. And so you go all the way back to that game, and, I mean, I, I remember – Sort of running across different sidelines because we were trying to figure out who was going to win the game, and I had to run onto the field afterward and interview whoever had won. Clemson ended up winning that game, but you know, just thinking back to the poise that he showed then, we, we should have known, I think, even more than we did, how special he would be. And, and really, I think that's what it all goes back to—you know, being a coach's son—but also, he deserves a, a ton of credit himself for that mindset. Now, I believe that's what, I mean, certainly there were things that needed to develop from the football standpoint. We've seen a lot of that come to fruition. I think it's only the beginning. I I, I believe he will become an even better passer and and continue to to be a guy that can take care of the football so well and also run it, which is such an X factor in his game. But it, it really has always been the foundation of that calm mindset that I think has propelled him forward. I'm real curious Laura
1: one of the things we've noticed and it's not a criticism of Jalen is that he's kept his distance from the media he's even referred to us at times as rat poison (laughs) we don't mind because he's an awesome player but was it ever were you ever able to get closer to him to learn a little more about what he's really like.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's always kind of had that wall up. And that that's something, by the way, that Nick Saban sort of teaches his players to ah, do. So okay. even when Jalen Hurts transferred to Oklahoma, it was funny because I covered him there, too, and, and covering him in the college football playoffs that year, talking to Lincoln Riley, who was the head coach at Oklahoma at the time, he said, it's so funny. We, usually with transfers or players who we haven't had a lot of time with, we have to really work with them with the media. He said, I don't have to worry about this guy saying anything. You know, and that and that's who he's always been. Um, you know, it was funny because we would even laugh if, if there were a few times that a, a couple of us interviewed him and we cra- we got him to crack a smile. You know, we got him to like sort of get off of the normal, serious Jalen, competitive Jalen world and, and everyone would be like, oh, that's a big accomplishment. So I don't know that it's a distance from the media in that he doesn't appreciate the media, and I'm not just defending him there. I I do believe he appreciates the media. I think he understands it. In fact, it's interesting. He has a whole campaign that supports women in sports media, so um, actually sent out some pretty cool sweatshirts and um, some nice support to all of us that are women in sports media, which I thought was really special. You don't often see people do that, but he, he is. I mean, he's very protective of everything, and I think he's one that expect greatness out of himself so he really doesn't think that he needs to talk about it or even talk about the failures too. I mean, he internalizes that stuff so seriously and always has. Uh, Laura, he's obviously had to
1: face adversity. He lost his job at Alabama. Was he bitter then? what was he, was there a side of him we haven't seen of where he, he went negative before he ended up going to Oklahoma? What was he like in that sequence?
0: Yeah, so he was the ultimate professional, but there was some bitterness behind the scenes, and I think it's only to be expected when you go through something like that. Um, I remember, you know, just all of us being so incredibly impressed by him, and the, the key moment in all of that was that he had to come into the SEC championship game and win the game for Alabama to make the college football playoff. So this is after he's been you know, scorned in a way and lost his job and everyone was calling for Tua anyway. I mean, it was a very brutal time for a young man to have to go through, you know, at that level, right? And, and he's somebody who had set records as a freshman and had been, you know, such a talented player. Um So I, I think, you know, yes, there was some bitterness. But what he did during that time was worked on getting better and and worked on making sure he was healthy. And he wasn't fully healthy. That was another piece of it that probably wasn't, publicized as much as it should have been so he was working on getting healthy but working on his game and then sure enough right when they needed him and he actually threw the ball pretty well in that game which that was the knock against him you know he came in and threw the ball well and won the game in that SEC championship and then cleared the way once again for Tua to come back you know it was just like it was it was the most unselfish but yet for a guy who is so incredibly competitive and, and knows, I think, has always known that he'd be capable of playing at such a high level, I can't even imagine the teeth gritting that was going on. And, and we saw a little bit of it. You know, Those of us who are really close to the program sort of saw some little signs of things. But, I mean, he, he never showed it publicly in any way and was so incredibly supportive of Tua and the rest of the team, which... That to me, and, and by the way, that was one of the reasons why Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma said we got to go get this guy. You know, we got to get this guy an opportunity, not only just the skill set, but just what he displayed as a young man and, and as a leader during that time.
1: All right, Lauren, now, uh, irony of ironies, uh, at the top of the heap of NFL quarterbacks, there is a new debate. <laughs> who's better, Tua or Jalen Hurts? <laughs> I, mean, I know. I mean, uh, isn't it weird the way that worked out? Yes. Who do you who do you got in that race, Laura? They're both well, amazing talents. I'm just wondering who you think is going to end up being the more successful quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean, my goodness, like who saw that coming, right? <laughs> like, and, and, and even though, I mean, I, I've been somebody who's who's actually been high on both of those quarterbacks, even when things haven't gone well for them. I, I am honestly, really impressed by what they're doing. I mean, what an amazing gift for Tua to get Mike McDaniel in there, who's such a wonderful supporter of him and has put him in position to really, really show off his skill set. I would still pick Jalen in a slight edge, and it's mainly because of some of these intangibles that we've talked about. It's not that Tua doesn't have those. Tua's just a different player. He's a more laissez-faire guy, which uh, actually – is fine and I think can work really well, but there's this competitive edge that Jalen Hurts has that you don't often find. And so for that reason, also certainly different skill sets. I think Jalen Hurts' skill set, being able to run the football as well as he can. And and listen, as I said, I think he will continue to become an even better passer than he's already become this year, but he, that's such an X factor in today's NFL. You know, there was a time where that wasn't right. And, we're still trying to convince some of these people who, um, don't keep up with the times here that <laughs> running quarterbacks, dual threat quarterbacks are the way that we're going to go here, right? That's going to continue to be the players that are drafted high just because the way the game has changed and will continue to grow. So from that standpoint, I would, I would give Jalen a slight edge, but man, Tua has shown yep. the world, I think, what he's capable of and, and will continue to grow there in Miami too. So. It's going to be really fun to watch these guys down the stretch because both, I believe, will be big-time factors in the postseason NFL. Laura, I just
1: got one other thing to ask you because you have covered some great, great athletes, great players. But I get the sense there's a rooting interest. You kind of indicated that toward Jalen. What is it about him that you connected with more than all these other great players you followed over the years?
0: Yeah, you know, I think for me, uh, just being somebody that really does appreciate people who are good people, um, you know, that's what Jalen Hurts was always, always has been very kind, very respectful to me and, and my respect for him, you know, has just grown and grown over the years watching somebody who has had to legitimately fight through adversity that almost makes your stomach turn a little bit, right? It's not like... Adversity that people go through that are that is really horrible, but in the sports world where these guys are under such a microscope and they're so criticized and and people forget that they're you know like eighteen to twenty two year olds at that time, and people treat them like oh you know the worst thing in the world and social media and all that I mean I just feel for these guys going through that and and to watch somebody do it so well and to handle all of it so well and then to continue to be doubted even at the next level right wow. and then you know, proving everybody wrong. I mean, it's just hard not to root for him. And it's funny, there there was an interview that I did with Jalen Hurts one time, and I want to say it was when he had already gotten to Oklahoma, but he made a comment, you know, something about like this 30 for 30 is going to be great. And I I remember thinking like, yeah, it is Jalen, it'd be great at the college level, but now there's a whole other chapter to this story that, uh, or multiple chapters, right? And I think that's pretty amazing to look at somebody's career and Um, see how they're doing and it's only just beginning so uh, yeah that that causes me certainly to root for a guy but I I really do root for a lot of these players a lot of people said oh you know you're coming from the college game to cover the NFL you're not going to know anything I'm like all right try me because (laughs) I've covered these guys for years and it is so fun to watch them succeed at the NFL level um, just having known their backgrounds and and really how they got to this point.
1: Laura, I want you to know this and use it when they say the next time they say that. The next time they say you don't really know what's going on in the NFL, you tell them in Philadelphia, you are the preeminent expert at the quarterback position in the NFL, and you proved it with Jalen Hurts. You are the expert.
0: I'm going to add it to my Twitter bio. There what do you, yes. you think? Should and you that?
1: tell these yeah. other guys that they were wrong and you were right. And don't be afraid to remind them of that, Laura, because you buried them on this. You were phenomenal. Oh, we, you have been the most illuminating guest we have ever had on our quarterback. We love him, and we love you. You're awesome.
0: Oh Well, thank you, guys. Uh, I appreciate it and can't wait to watch these Eagles, okay? Let's, big matchup against the Titans this week. we got to get it done.
1: Love it. Laura, thank you so much.
0: Thanks, guys. (laughs) Laura
1: (laughs) Rutledge for ESPN.